well, well, here we are back again on episode 11 of the Nerd Pastiche Podcast. You know, it's kind of crazy that we're 11 episodes, going to be 11 episodes in now. Dude, the thing that I nerded on this week is re- is kind of connected to that. Okay, okay. So, right. Transition? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> At this point, everybody should know that this is what we do. I'm Brittany, and you're Darian, and we're going to talk about what we did this week. Gloria. Um, one of the things that I did this week, outside of just continuing to binge through more episodes of iZombie, was to make up my planner for the year, for the academic year. Mm-hmm. And in that planner, I wrote out every episode until next July. <laughs> Nerd. So heads up, we're doing this forever. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do. I, I was thinking as we sit here, we record these, these get uploaded to the internet. I, I, I you know, I, I think that wow, we're immortal. Yeah, yeah, we are, and we're gonna we're gonna be even more immortal whenever we just keep doing this. I July, think, I, dude, I think we got <laughs> to like episode fifty nine or sixty something. <laughs> In my planner. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. 52 weeks in a year, so we definitely would pass the full year mark. Oh, my gosh. By next well, July. Yeah, don't worry. We don't have all that planned out, folks. Oh, absolutely not. But I was no. just writing out episode numbers, and it made me feel like, wow, this could go forever. This was this, uh, do we hashtag here and say squad goals, or uh, is that not cool anymore? We don't do that? No, we totally should. Oh, we do? So we say hashtag squad goals? Yes. Okay. Are we a squad? Uh, Are we the nerd squad? No, absolutely not. (laughs) We're a duo. Are we the friend squad? (laughs) You you absolutely not. (laughs) What does it make? How many people does it make or does it take to make a squad? Uh, Well, if I refer to my wrestling knowledge, the spirit squad was five deep. I'm sure we could probably find three other people. Okay. Well, I mean, Alex is kind of default, so that's Yeah, three. he's tangential. Yeah. Tangential. So yeah, tangential. And then I know how to spell it, but I always feel weird saying it. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. Just worry about that when we talk about geometry. I don't... Or math. trigonometry, excuse me. I don't math. I wouldn't know the difference. Oh, God. Okay. This is starting off... Wait. <laughs> geometry shapes. It's fine. I got this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I nerded this week. And... <laughs> You nerd. God. That's ridiculous. That was what? that was semi-lame. Anyway. <laughs> well, how I nerded this week. Well, you know what? There's a couple of things that I found to be interesting because again, as we continue to do these, we speak things into existence. Mm, so you true. know, so you know last week we talked about, you know, you know what? The Princess Bride. Right. So I don't know if you caught this. I know we're not doing news anymore, but I just, mm-hmm. I had to talk to you about it because I didn't text you about it. Did you see that the Princess Bride, they're doing a reunion. The cast is doing a reunion to raise money for the Democratic Party. <gasps> what? Yeah. And apparently, you know, um, you know, Ted Cruz is a Princess Bride super fan and he was not too keen on that. Mm-hmm. What? Right. Now, I'm not going to go and bore you with all the details because this stuff, it's out there. You can you can look it up, The Zodiac right? Killer loves Princess Bride? But, yeah, you, 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 Texas, <laughs> I guess Texas Senator Ted Cruz apparently <laughs> likes the princess as a super, super fan, apparently. So he, did, does, so he is human, at least. So that's alleged, good to know. Allegedly, yeah. I wasn't so, convinced. Yeah, so it's it's. I thought that was funny, and obviously he made some sort of comments on Twitter. I'm not going to give the back and forth, but I guess expressing his displeasure in that whole idea. And Carrie Elwells had said, I guess in a response tweet that or a tweet about it that Cruz should leave the fire swamp. So I said, okay, and I, I I was proud of myself because I said, oh, I I remember what that reference is. He basically just called him a rodent of unusual size. Right, and and probably <laughs> that 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 extremely diseased one that was that was gnawing on Wesley. Ooh. And you know what the best part is? Since he's a fan, he gets that reference. Yeah. Oh, yes, most definitely. So I I just I had to talk to you about that because I said, oh crap, that's actually kind of. 
kind of funny. We, I had no knowledge. We have magic powers. We clearly do. We do. We, obviously. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but how I nerded. So, Brittany, as we sit here and we record this, you know, lots of things are happening. You know, AEW Dynamite is on right now, so I'm kind of missing that. Wrestling the, and, something? Yeah, yes, that's wrestling. Okay. Pro- if there's a W at the end of it, it's probably I figured wrestling. as much. That was yes. the context clues. There we go. Context clues, yes. <laughs> you know, basketball is happening right now as I, I you know, as, as the playoffs are continuing. Okay. And we are on the eve. This is the eve of the first day of football. So again, how I nerded this week, right? Again, I am back on my fantasy draft, okay? So obviously my fantasy draft is done. I told you this last week, but I am listening to my fantasy football podcast, my favorite fantasy, well, the only fantasy football podcast I listen to. I Like a mad person, I'm checking the news. I'm checking my roster. If mm-hmm. there's question, if there's if they're questionable, mm-hmm. you know what their potential, uh, you know, value is going to be moving forward. I've mm-hmm. had some, I've had some fortuitous things take place. So certain people I drafted now have more value. I'm concerned about tinkering my lineup already. <laughs> Don't tinker. I, no, I might have. No, I, I might have to tinker. I might have to tinker this. No, part this you know that never works out well. The matchup, okay? The matchup is better. My backup quarterback <laughs> has a better matchup than my starting quarterback. So I, 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 I have to really consider this by game. All right, Kevin. Says, that's right. That's right. The Shiva ball shuffle. For real. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so, so that's really how I nerded. I am excited because tomorrow, Brittany, we have Texas versus Kansas City. It's the first game of the season. A player that I drafted is on is on Kansas City, the best tight end in football. So I'm cool. expecting a large output from him on my path to 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 righting the wrongs of last year. You know, Brittany, the problem with fantasy football is that hmm. the problem is people think they're blazing like suns when really they're just burning like <laughs> matchsticks in the face of the darkness. <laughs> I love it when you go full Caleb. It's That's so good. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's so good. That's right. That's like one of the best scenes ever in Buffy. Oh, anyway, God, it is. <laughs> Captain tight pants. Yes. Yes. The hammer is my penis. That okay? Well, there we go. We're well, gonna go with that reference. Fair enough. Seems legit. I, I was not expecting that. Why? <laughs> it's one of the best lines that he's ever said. Well, I mean, what anything that comes out of Nathan <laughs> Fillion's mouth, I mean, it's pretty much gold anyway, right? Valid. Yeah, thank you, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I'm nerded. I could say other things. You know, I got like three books that I'm reading at the same time, which nice. I don't, yeah, it's, I'm so helter-skelter when, with my reading habits. It, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I give you mad props for reading more than one book at a time. I'm not good at that. I don't know why I Unless do. it's a textbook or like Ugh, something that's yeah. for class of some no, nature. I, yeah, well, yeah no. Well, that's Can't do that. You, yeah, it's because you don't have any choice. Mm-mm. God, I don't miss that. (laughs) I know, absolutely not. But yeah, that's basically, that is how I nerded this week. Again, there are many, many other things, but that's the main one. Very nice. Yes. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, because don't worry, this this, this will be be revisited from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I still stand by my original statement when we first started this podcast, that eventually we are going to have to do a top five fantasy football draft, but do it with like, who would you actually want on a football team that are from fantasy literature, movies, games, you name it. Yeah, I'm all here for that. God, oh, why couldn't we have done that earlier? Oh, well, I don't know when fantasy football time is. Football is, everybody knows, Brittany. Football is forever. Well, no, see, I wasn't going to say that. Football Mm -hmm. is, we all know, professional football is September all the way up through January. And in the first, uh, and and all the way, you know, February, because the Super Bowl. I was going to say, I know the Super Bowl is usually in February. Oh, my God. That's that's cool, right? Don't worry. You know, we need to make that a goal for next for, for next year, right? Since you already got us scheduled out to, to July. Dude, for real. <laughs> it's it's in the planner. Okay, so that's going to be an episode as a draft. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ooh, and last thing before we shift gears. So how are we going to how are we going to choose characters? How are we going to, you know, wh- wh- who are we going to dump well, in the proverbial pool? I think what we do is you come up with like a maybe 
five, somewhere between five and 10 people. I come up with five and 10 people. We share them with each other. And then on the podcast, we just try to draft. Well, you know, football, you know, it's 11, 11 people on the field for one team at the same time. I don't do math. Okay, fair enough. Well, you, you know can what? do the you can do the logistics, and I'll just be here with the ideas. Okay, wait, hold. That's my <laughs> that's my gimmick. I'm the I idea know. machine. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> this is my idea, though. So uh, that this is going to be my creative baby, and you take right. it and run with it. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll run with it. Okay, so that's that's how we nerd it. So let's, because I, I don't, I'm I'm ready to get to my topic. It's full of it's full of hate. It's full of rage. So I'm Lovely. ready to get to it. But obviously, we need to talk about. Remember, people, we we've shifted away from doing news to do recommendations. So I'm yeah. dying to hear what your recommendation actually is this week. So I've got two. Um, the first one is actually piggybacking on an old recommendation that you mentioned, but I want to make it a legit, yeah, (laughs) go hot go, um, is the, the high score documentary or docu-series. It's like all of six episodes on Netflix. I binged it. It's so good. Um, I, I am a self-proclaimed like gaming historian. Like I love looking at that information. I've got a wealth of knowledge of that information, but I found out things that I never knew. And it was exciting. It was very accessible. Even if you didn't really know much about gaming other than like games exist, it's very, (laughs) it was something that anyone could watch and enjoy. So I highly recommend that. Now, what, let me ask you a question really quickly. What is it? Cause yeah, I told you about it and guess what? I haven't finished it. So... (laughs) Because it's so true. Yeah, we never watch anything that we, we talk about. That's not true. I just okay. didn't, I haven't finished it. So what just stuck out to you or light bulb or, or, so, even, or, or should I say Metal Gear Solid notification? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> let me crawl under a box for a minute. <laughs> right. Right around um, the corner. <laughs> no one knows. It's that's just right. a box that's moving. That's, that's just right. a regular box. Um, So there were a lot of different moments specifically of people from behind the scenes. Um, I loved seeing, like, I knew that original, like, RPG games and such where they did the 8-bit, like, you drafted them out on graph paper. I remember, like, I remember hearing about that and reading about that, but to actually see the original, like, all of the different plans for um asteroids and all of those different things like all of those 8-bit games seeing the original mario drawn out yeah on that graph paper and knowing that that was that was the first time that we're really seeing that character like that was really cool um but the thing that i think stuck with me the most was in the first episode and i believe you mentioned it as well in your in whenever you brought it up the gentleman who created the Uh, first cartridge like removable cartridge yep is someone that is just lost to history in so many places and i remember doing a little bit of research on that that particular topic and i never came across that man's name before and yeah, it, it makes it even harder because especially when you think about the fact that he was a minority uh-huh. um, person within the industry and he was doing this because he loved it it wasn't a project originally assigned to him it was just something that he wanted to do and he thought he had an idea and then he did it and then someone else caught wind and actually made it like a job for him but even then the fact that he did this and yet other people got the full credit because he was just working at a smaller company like that's it's ridiculous but it's also capitalism and i just the thing that really really meant a lot to me more than just getting to 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 learn his name and see his face and all of that was actually the the conversations between um the son and daughter yeah. and the the grandchild 
and mm-hmm. having that conversation of, yeah, this is, this is him in his garage where he was doing all of this. And I remember when he did this and this is your grandpa and all that sort of stuff. It was just very heartwarming. Um, so I highly, highly recommend actually taking the time to watch it. I think it is just six or eight episodes. So it's a pretty yeah. quick watch, all things considered, but it's, it really goes, goes quickly, goes down easy. It's not a bunch of, I mean, there's only a little bit of time where they really focus on some of the more technical aspects of gaming and the creation of, of systems. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice. It's really fun. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, you would think that in this day and age, you know, with all the information out there, I mean, you don't think to look for that kind of stuff uh-huh. unless somebody broadcasts it. Cause you know, of course, you know, the cartridge, that's a, you know, revolutionary thing, yeah. but you Especially- don't, f- mm-hmm. right. But you don't think about the who. Yes. And I've done a lot of research in women in gaming mm-hmm. because I mean, <laughs> surprise i'm a woman that's right so that's where a lot of my interests come from is being a woman in gaming so i do a lot of my a lot of my research on gaming history has been trying to relocate women that mm. were a part of that history that maybe were downplayed so it hadn't ever it was not one of my my goals specifically to look for people of color and I mean, obviously I ran into a couple women of color in my research, but to, to come across somebody that I'd never heard of before was really exciting. And also at the same time, kind of really just sad. <laughs> Definitely. Because again, he, he revolutionized game, you know, the, the gaming industry, right? the, the fact mean, that we could ha- now have an extensive Library. library of games on one system on one system it's amazing like yeah. i just can't wrap my brain around how someone can have that idea and then use materials and computers to make it exist like yeah. it's just so cool <laughs> yeah that that's i mean because you especially now when you think about how you know, retro is chic now, mm-hmm. right? With this, within the gaming community, because yeah. you know people are buying up, you know, they're buying up old cartridges. You know, you know NES, SNES, sixty four, um, you know Sega Genesis, all of these different things. You know, people are holding on to those things, and people are going out and actively looking for them. Oh yeah, again. So it 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 makes that, you know, that groundbreaking, uh, you know, technological advancement that he was able to create even that much more you know, significant. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you followed through with one of my recommendations that <laughs> I have I have yet to finish. Still haven't watched Rocky, but hey, I watched High Score. I just <laughs> you know what? Okay, so you're just you're just bringing that up just to just enrage me. I've literally been trying, but it's really hard to find. Right. Well you to tell well I'll tell you what, speaking of trying, since we're just gonna go off the rails a little bit, why not? I texted you the other day and I said, okay, hey, I'm going to try to start watching Capaldi. Oh, God, I was wondering if that was going to be what you recommended. <laughs> no, I it, it, it didn't happen again. I hey, had the blue made a step. Like, you have yeah, made a step. No, that's the same step that I've made previously. Like well, you would, returned to a step. I, I, yeah, I pulled the Blu-ray off the shelf and then I just say, okay, I'm going to do this and then it doesn't happen. No. I didn't know if your recommendation was going to be like I seriously was hoping that your recommendation was not to watch those seasons and then I wouldn't have to worry about it but here we are. But it's not a recommendation it's a have to. It's you there's no there is no choice. You you can't skip over three series. I don't series. know. I haven't watched them. I'm not sure if there's anything good in them. <laughs> well, see, I'm anal retentive. So I, I can't just are. skip over three it's series. Your, it's your completionist. I get I, it. There are, there are instances where I do not complete, which is going to be a part of my recommendations in a second, but you got one more. Oh yeah. My other one was really simple because I was planning out so much of my life today (laughs) and this week. Um, If anybody out there enjoys a good planner, absolutely check out the happy planner. There are so many amazing little stickers and it's so lovely and exciting and just great. I have so many stickers, Darian. What are we doing? (laughs) 
What are we doing? Nerd is all kinds of nerd. Nerd is a spectrum of many, many things. And uh, playing is important to me. Now look. And so are stickers. Now look, you know what? (laughs) See, I, I... I had this thought the other day and, and I, and I got to, to a point where I said, okay, when is, when is, when is there a line? And the reason I came to this question is because I was looking at, I don't even remember what character it was, but you know, Funko pops, right? Oh yeah. You yeah. know how they got characters for every fracking thing under mm-hmm. the sun. And yeah. I said, when is there going to be a character that's made that's that, that gets people to say, okay, I, I think this, this has had its time. I think it's over. Never. Oh. There will always be a fandom for a Funko Pop. Even if it's not one that you agree with, there will be a small or large cult of people who will be extremely excited for that Funko Pop. They know what they're doing. (laughs) Now, I got caught up in that madness for a a small portion of time. Oh, I remember that because you tried to pawn off a bunch of them (laughs) on me. (laughs) I thought you forgot. No, I can't do that. I have got two Funko Pops in my house and my daughter plays with them. So no, I am not going down that route because that's going to be a problem for me. Well, I got rid of most of mine. I've only kept a handful. I kept, you know, ones that have been gifted to me. Mm -hmm. I've kept my Spider-Man ones and I've kept anything Spider-Man related. And I've kept my Melinda May Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. And I think I kept my, and I have my Go-Go Yabari. That is my prize pop from Kill Bill. (laughs) That is probably my most expensive one. So I I kept those. But yeah, I said, this is madness. So you sitting here telling me about planners, what are we doing? Who is nerding out over planners? Um, There are tons of people. Okay. Tons of us. I follow an Instagram. <laughs> no, that's not real. I follow a couple of them, actually. I think there's three no, or four. Of people that nerd out over... And they all over... have followers. <laughs> Do they have more than us? Do you really want me to answer that? Okay, well, you are. You kind of answered it by saying that. Yeah, I did. Wow, okay. I just well, don't I... want to be like really, re- really weird about it. Wow, okay. Well, I guess I really just shut my yap. So who, yes, can, who am I to... <laughs> Well, fine. That All is right. correct. So what are your recommendations? Well, I only have one. Cool. Uh, because it is vitally important because it needs to be championed and continue to be championed and not forgotten, you okay. know, in the annals of, of film history. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it is based off of a novel. Mm-hmm. It is Battle Royale from the year 2000. Okay. Now, are you, by chance, are you familiar? I believe I've, mentioned this to you before but i want to see if you if you have any idea what the heck i'm talking about no oh my goodness so is it more transformers type stuff no this is where did where did where where was there anything robotic in those two words i don't know but transformers battle and i'm sure it's royale (laughs) (laughs) god anyway Battle Ro- Battle Royale. Okay, let me ask you this. You know Hunger Games, right? You know that garbage. Oh, I do. I do. Okay, so basically, that's the <laughs> offshoot of this. But actually, Battle Royale is actually, you know, good. Okay. And it didn't need, you know, 8 million movies in order to, you know, get a point across. To be fair, Lenny Kravitz acting was pretty great. Yeah, I haven't even finished the series. Like, I, 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 have I didn't all watch th- all of them. I didn't either. I have all, what is it, five? I read them. I read all three books. It's oh, they're three books, it's but they're a trilogy. Five, but it's five movies, though. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I couldn't. I don't even think I finished the second one. Like, I just could. I. It's just anyway. So, Battle Royale is the story of it, uh, the the uh, a selection of students. It's based in Japan, set in setting in Japan, uh-huh. of uh, about I think ninth graders, tenth graders are you know, going on a school trip, they end up getting gassed and kidnapped, taken to an isolated abandoned island. And once they're there, they find out that they have to battle each other to the death and only one can survive. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Yes, it does very quickly. (laughs) So really it's in relationship to their teacher kind of goes over. Well, the, I forgot the, it's been so long since I've watched the movie is 20 years old. So forgive me. But essentially what the the deal is there is that it's an effort for, because there's been a level of juvenile delinquency in Japan. So this Mm -hmm. is essentially some sort of roundabout way to, to, to cut down on that. 
by the so by the, the government delinquents by, by the government right okay. because so so well i mean yeah because actually part of the part of the movie is, is that somebody who won a previous a previous uh, uh tournament for lack of a better term actually volunteers to be in this one well because clearly he's a psychopath mm-hmm. because he is so so <laughs> it is um, you know, obviously there's selected participants in the battle royale. Like I said, they gotta, they gotta, you know, only one is to, supposed to survive. Now, remember the interesting thing about this movie is, is that this is a class. So these are people that have come to know each, know each other, have been friends, right? And they have to oh, make shit. a decision. Yeah, they have to make the Sorry. decision. <laughs> that's okay. They have to make a decision of, you can say that on, you know, on regular TV now. Okay, I guess that's true. Yeah, so, so they have to... It, it's again it's kill or be killed so you kind of go through and it's not like this isn't a story that hasn't been done in different ways but just mm-hmm. like the ideology is a little bit different with the idea of juvenile delinquency and the government want to cut down on that type of stuff and all that um but the interesting thing is is that you know the relationships that are there and then people having to make these decisions to basically basically say okay to hell with this relationship it's either you or me so and it's it's going to be me I'm going to survive mm-hmm. here. So it's just interesting to see. Uh, and, and if there's one thing that I truly enjoy, it's, it's situations like this. Because who you truly are is going to rear its head in there. So whether you're an, uh, an idealist who believes in the good in everybody and that gets you killed, whether yeah. you're a pacifist and that gets you killed, where you're, if you're really just a psychopath underneath it all and you've just been teetering the line on people not really being able to tell, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's, it, it's, 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 I love this movie. I can't recommend it enough. It is classic if you want to see just some just all out insanity. The second one is not good. Um, I don't own it. So this should tell you something. Yeah, it does. But yeah, if I don't own you a own sequel. You own some terrible films. <laughs> yes. I mean, again, do, do I have to revisit that I own, you know, no. Catwoman? No. I was going to let that go. Yeah, right. And, you know, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Do I have you to? You it up, man. I know. I know. That's so if you. So if I don't have a sequel and I'm a completionist, that should tell you something because it is rare that that happens. Yeah. So, you know, um, I forgot what the name of the doggone thing was. Yeah, it's called the BR Act. That's what the government called it in order to curb this, the, the juvenile delinquency that's taking place, you know, in, in, uh, in Japan. But cool. like... Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to go over a whole lot of detail because it's the the the, the premise is pretty simple. It's just yeah. the action is awesome. Um, seeing people get crushed right out of the gate, you know, coming out of the building <laughs> is pretty awesome. You got people perched, you got people perched up there with arrows, and then they just pluck at people, <laughs> pluck at people as they come out of the building. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Huh? Is there a place that you that you know of that we can find this film? Well, I mean, internet. If, well, Voodoo, I, I can't, Voodoo used to, did Voodoo stream it for free? I'm sure any streaming, I, I don't know what streaming services actually well, One it. of them does. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so for you to rent it, because I actually own the Blu-ray. Gotcha. So, yeah, that, that's a have-to for me. Yeah. So, I, I highly recommend it if you like those types of dystopian-ish types of feels, if you like those kind of tournament types of fields where kill or be killed kill or be killed only one can survive types of things because i i I thoroughly enjoy those neat yeah yeah that's mine so since only one can survive does this somehow connect to your your segment for today no it does nothing to do with my segment because well i guess technically in some (laughs) ways for it for a temporary period it did um oh god i okay let me just, I got to mentally prepare myself. Okay, okay so I, I will attempt to lead us in, but as we mentioned before, <laughs> you are the creative genius behind so many of these segments. So yeah. if I miss something. It's simple. Yeah, I figure it's fairly simple. I can't, I can't screw it up too bad, right? No, nah, um, no. That's so why I'm here. So our segment this week <laughs> and next week as well is called Rage Quit. Many of you in the gaming community have probably heard this phrase before. Yes. Perhaps you have experienced it as well. Or at least seen a video um, on YouTube. Of yes. If nothing else, you have probably seen somebody rage quitting. Yeah. Um, 
Or so is the, a friend doing it? Yes. So the idea is that we are going to discuss something nerd related that we rage quit, that we decided, nope, I'm out. I'm done. Nope. Walking away. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just to be totally honest, it's kind of out of character for Darian and I both to like walk away from things. We are those people that constantly are like, I don't care how bad it is. I just got to finish. But here we are. And we're going to discuss things that were so bad that they made us rage quit. Now, I have to be honest with you here. My rage quit, and I'm going to explain why, is it's, and I, it's, it's, it's a half rage quit. And, and I'm so going to- mine for next week. So totally Okay, fine. good. So I'm going to, I'm going to explain why. So I, 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 when, we, when I first came up with this segment and we talked about it, I was honestly, the first thought in my mind, I was going to go to DC Comics mm. with, this, with, the, with the whole Death of Superman story arc. Because yeah. that, in my opinion, that killed comic books for me. It really did. Yeah. So, for and I'm sh- Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people. So yep. I was really going to go there. But I, I, I thought about it and I said, I, I didn't think I was going to go back here so soon because I try to spread things around in terms of things that we like, whether it's a book or a game or what have you, a comic book, whatever, a movie. But I found myself coming back to wrestling. <laughs> and... I found myself coming back to one company in particular, and that is WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. So I'm going to do my best to try to pare this down because there are many offenses. Now, when I speak about these things, I'm going to I'm going to preface my statement. You know, this this whole segment. Number thing number one, I am when I talk about these issues that WWE has and what pisses me off. It's not to say that other wrestling promotions haven't had these kinds of problems. Okay. The second thing is when I talk about wrestlers, one thing I always do is I respect wrestlers, whether they are good or whether they are not very good in terms yeah. of their execution of, 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 of moves in the ring, because they are putting their bodies on the line for my entertainment. So I oh, will always have a sem- I will always have respect for them in that regard. But mostly what I'm going to talk about here is just like the management side of things, because I think I shared with you a couple of weeks back when we Mm -hmm. did uh, It's So Fluffy and I talked about ECW and I Mm -hmm. said that turned me into a smart mark. So I really made me think about booking decisions, Uh, you know, booking being, you know, who's being pushed, who's being pushed to the top and being the Mm -hmm. forefront or face of the company or most popular in the company. Uh, you know, the business decisions, the backstage politics and things like that, the egos involved that cause certain things to happen or not happen. Watching ECW really pushed me in that direction. Now, bringing it back to WWE, the problem with WWE and why this is not a full-on rage quit is because WWE is unfortunately, it is what is looked at as the the alpha and omega in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, it's kind of the standard. It's classified as the standard or they carry themselves as such, yeah. right? So when we sit here and, you know, you, a non-wrestling fan, if I said, oh, yeah, I watch wrestling. Oh, you watch WWE? You know what it is, even though you don't watch it. Correct. So They're because, very good at branding. Right. So because Even though of, they had to change from WWF right. to WWE. Right. Because of the of a fracking panda. Mm-hmm. Now, they, because they, they are now, they are also a publicly traded company. So because they carry themselves as such and they're in the public eye as such, and they are classified as the standard bearer of what professional wrestling is supposed to look like, even though they don't like using the word wrestling or wrestler because those are dirty <laughs> words. These, these, what is it, sport entertainer? It's sports. Yeah, so, are you super, serious? Super, super, no, it's called superstar. Yeah, there's a whole, and that's part of the problem. There's a whole, no, seriously, there is actually a list of terms out that has floated out there that, can and cannot be set. Mm, so it's kind of like Disney. Yeah, for, well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're in, you couldn't have said it better. They are the <laughs> Disney of professional wrestling. You, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Lovely. So because of this, this is why, okay, if you're the ones who are out in, in, the, in the front, then you are mm-hmm. going to be called to the carpet more on the crap that you do and that you don't do. Now okay. there is AEW All Elite Wrestling, which is you know currently on right now. As I would say that's what's this. going on right now. As we're recording this, mm-hmm. then there is Ring of Honor, which is an also ran in the world of professional wrestling, and then there is Impact Wrestling, which unfortunately is also an also ran. 
Okay. And then across the pond, well, not across the pond, but abroad, there's New Japan Pro Wrestling. And you then like that, that one? Well, I love that one. Okay. I love that one. And then there are, you know, promotions down in Mexico, CMLL, AAA. I was going to say AAA. <laughs> yeah, tri- AAA. Uh-huh. Exactly. So now, but again, WWE is the standard. Yes. Especially specifically in North America, but you know, again, worldwide, they're a worldwide brand. Yep. So recognizable. More, yes, exactly. Um, now, again, other companies have problems. There's issues with politics. There's issues with people, certain people being booked properly and decision making and things like that. That happens. People, because we're dealing with people here. <laughs> now, the crimes that they committed, what caused me to rage quit, or what's leading up to the rage quit, is it, it, it happened in August twentieth of 20, 2017. That's that is specific. What, <laughs> yes, because this was during a pay-per-view. Okay. Now, some of the issues that I'm going to talk about are going to feed into this, but these are some of the main things that the, the problems that have come up with WWE okay. over as time has gone on. WWE has, the WWE has been infamous for stereotypical characters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or, I can agree or, with or, that. or racial or racial stereotypes, right? Oh, They're infamous, 100%. and it's been and it's been since I mean since I was a kid. So this ain't nothing new. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, now more, more you know more so now it's maybe lesser than. Uh, because again, they're a publicly traded company, so you can't be as overt with certain things. Now, again, I'm not to say that they're not still there because yeah. they are. Uh, because the person at the top, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, I mean, he's, I mean, you know, he's, you know what, I'll get there. <laughs> they're also, they're, they also tend to, you know, feeding off of that, they also tend to put all of the ethnic minorities together from time to time in groups. Yeah. They'll put them all together. Yeah. For A better or for worse. Teams. For better or for worse, or to, or to stay, or stables, you know. You know, an example of some of the, the stereotypical characters, you know, this is way back in the 90s. There was the Orient, Orient Express. Oh, yeah. we don't yeah. use that word. Yeah, this is, this is, again, this is early 90s, late 80s, oh. early 90s, right? Again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know a lot more than we do now, right? Uh-huh. Then there's something that was this century, you know, like the Mexicals, where you oh. had... What? The Mexicals, where you had <laughs> legends, you know, me- Mexican legends, Sacosis, Juventud Guerrero, and I think Super Crazy was in that group. Okay. Coming out to the ring, riding on Juan Deers. What? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's better than on, on donkeys. Yeah, but you see what I mean, right? Yeah, it's so, not so, good. And that was this century, right? This was like 15, <laughs> this was like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. So this ain't long ago. That is what we in the business call problematic. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it is, right? And again, it, again, I'm not excusing any of that stuff, right? It's a different time. Now, even back then, I sat up there and I would say, because I knew these wrestlers before they got to w, WWE, and I said, what the bleep is this? What is this? These are Mex. These are legends. These are lucha luchador legends. What the heck is this crap? What so I didn't like mean? it back then. So so don't get me wrong. But these are just again some examples, right? Yeah. Um, nonsensical storylines, concepts that you don't concepts that you don't care about, wrestlers that you don't care about because of how they've been booked. I can go there. Are like a current a current story, not storyline, but a current gimmick that they have going on is this thing called Raw Underground. So basically, all it is is just is effing Fight Club. Now, okay. Brittany, I don't know about you, but Fight Club was cool. You know, well, uh, yeah, I don't know about twenty years ago. I mean, it's a really great book still. Right, and Fight Club, what was exactly right? But film was good. Right. What are we doing? I mean, and 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 here we don't talk about it. So. Right. So, so here's the deal with Raw Underground. Okay, so you sit here and you have this idea that, oh, this is gritty. This is underground. This is hard hitting. If that's the case, the argument has been made in the wrestling community, then like, okay, so if that's the case and this is supposed to matter because this is quote unquote more real, then why the hell am I watching the other stuff in the, in the regular ring? So you see what I mean by nonsensical garbage? Yeah, they've they kind of screwed themselves over on that one a little bit. But you know, but again, you know, the 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 average fan, you know, the mark ain't gonna make these kind of aren't aren't gonna care about this. They won't care about this. Smart marks like me are sitting here breaking this down and saying, "What are you doing?" 
you know, they don't care about tag team wrestling. So you will break up legitimate tag teams, people that have, you know, legitimate chemistry that have, you know, I don't know, the same outfits. <laughs> you break them up in favor of makeshift tag teams. One of my mm-hmm. favorite tag teams of recent women's tag teams of recent years, you know, just broke up in a random stipulation, random match. The Iconics broke up in favor of, you know, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and but they give more credence to a fake makeshift tag team that just got put together, you know, two or three weeks ago. And they are now the women's tag champions, but they break up, you know, actual tag teams. Hmm. WWE doesn't, doesn't give a rip about tag teams. I forget who the tag team champions are for the men virtually every week until they come on the screen. <laughs> and I'm a fan. I'm supposed to be a fan. Yeah. Um, the other big thing is this thing called 50-50 booking. So what okay. this means is, is that when people enter a rivalry, one person will win one week, another person will win the next week. So nobody's really gaining an advantage and mm. nobody really coming out, really is really coming out dominant. Okay. So how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to view one person as, superior when you have them in a tag team match this week and then they you know he you know one pins the other then there's a you know a six-man tag the next week and then the other pins together you see what i mean how can you it's pretty evenly matched all things considered hence 50 50 booking so why should i care about them fighting if there's not going to be any definitive you know uh uh uh, victor because you like to see the fights right yeah okay exactly and then um another big one is not pushing people this is a recent one right not pushing people to the moon or creating new quote-unquote superstars because vince mcmahon is scared that they'll get up and leave because they'll become bigger than the brand look no further than look no further than the rock look no further than john cena look no further than dave batista so these are all people that got that caught hollywood's attention or branched out Mm -hmm. and and they're they're, all pretty good actors all things considered and they're making so much more money than going out on the road 200 and 300 days a, a week a year yeah beating up their body i mean that's true the rock is pretty stellar and as a performer, Dave yeah. Bautista is really kind of finding his stride. Yeah. Um, you know, John Cena is okay. Is, for better, is, for better, or for in, worse. In Hollywood, he's not bad. Yeah. But, look, look, uh, you know, know. Yeah, he's Bumblebee. He's going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. It's rumored that he might be the Sandman. You know, I could see him doing a pretty decent Sandman. Yeah, you, there is rumor. Like, I could be the, see that. I could see that. Right. So there's so there's this intern. There's this fear that Vince McMahon has that, that, that these, you know, making a big star, they're going to, they're going to walk away. And one of the people in management, Triple H allegedly said to a, 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 a wrestler, you know, John Cena was going to, is the, is going to be the last big, the last quote unquote big star. Aww. Right. So, so again, (laughs) God, I can't stand you so much. I am, I am the rage. I tried to make it sound sad. The rage is building inside me. I can feel my blood pressure <laughs> rising as we are talking. Can you rage this. quit a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So, and then there's the backstage politics. And, and I'm going to focus in really quickly on Vince McMahon and I'm going to get to what caused me to rage quit. So okay. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is an old man. He's about 75 years old. Mm-hmm. He, he does not have his pulse on the wrestling community. He, but he, he does has, still have a pulse. But he does still have a pulse. He Supposedly. ascribes to archaic manners of thinking. He has archaic okay. manners of, of identifying who is going to be a big star. He has archaic methods in terms of who it is that he's going to push. He pushes certain people in regard because he just wants to be, he just, you know, what people have argued is that he just wants to get a laugh out of them. Like one okay. person in particular who holds what's called the money in the bank contract, his name is Otis. Now, if you look at Otis, Otis is never going to be a world heavyweight champion. He's just not. Okay. And but really, this is just for S's and G's, you know, for you know, because Vince McMahon thinks it's funny. There's another wrestler na- that is no longer with the company named Enzo Amore. I'm not gonna get into all of his personal stuff, but just him as a performer, he would get thrown around like a rag doll. Aww. Now he's a flyweight, right? And that's part of the other issue. If you are a smaller wrestler, the likelihood of you reaching the the, the upper echelon and being a world heavyweight champion is slim and none. Okay. Unless you just you just become such an or, a, a favorite organically that you just it can't be ignored. Otherwise, you're never going to get there. Okay. 
Um, and then, you know, he's Vince McMahon, you know, has a certain view of who should be at the top. Like you need to be a certain size. You need to be, you know, six, four, six, three, six, four, six, five and above, you know, 270 plus pounds, 260, 270 pounds, rippling muscles or just, just huge monstrous size, but not too huge. And that that's, that's supposed to be the, the, what a champion is. Okay. Gross, uh, but okay. Then he has, you know, his when it comes to the female side of things, blonde hair, blue eyes, that's yep. his thing. But now all of these are <laughs> his are his personal fetishes, right? Because that's what they that's what they are. That's just what they are. Certainly, what it sounds like. It, yeah, it's just what they are, and everybody who is anybody knows it. And then the other thing is Vince McMahon is egomaniacal. Oh, I could have figured that much out. Yeah, he's egomaniacal, uh, and you know, the character that he plays on TV, the Mr. McMahon character, obviously he does, he's not on TV very much anymore, but it, that that's who he is. Because one of the things that's talked about in professional wrestling is that the, the gimmick that you have, the character that you portray, it's an extension of who it is that you are, of some sort of characteristic mm-hmm. that you that you embody in your personal Just life. Just taken to an extreme. Just taking it to an extreme. Okay. But that, that, that person that you see on screen, that is Vince McMahon. That's who he is in and out of the ring so those are just the things now the big big pieces are and this is the egomaniacal part of this man if you have made your name in another company if you if you have made your name in another company and you come over this big man does not like that you essentially have to be broken down and built back up and this is where the ideology of my rage quit is coming from okay now there are exceptions to the rule right and there are there are wrestlers out there that have come over from other companies and been huge names at the time and they have somehow made success, but, but it was a hell of a climb to get there. Mm-hmm. There's, and there are other people that just flamed out. There's Ethan Carter, the third flamed out was it was a world champion in impact wrestling flamed out. Now he's back in impact wrestling. He was blamed for a wrestler, not getting another a different wrestler that he was feuding with at the time, not getting, the right reaction from the crowd. The, the, the wrestler was supposed to be getting a heel reaction. He was supposed to be a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he was getting a face reaction. Ethan Carter III got blamed for that and was in the doghouse basically from then until the time he left the company or was released from the company. Hmm. You got Terry Taylor. This is old school, old school classic wrestler. You know, I won't even talk about Terry Taylor. The American Dream Dusty Rhodes, one of the greatest I know wrestlers. that name. Yes, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time were the greatest talkers of all time the american dream the common man did not have the rippling muscles of a you know but he you know but he was a world champion in the in the nwa comes over to wwe toward the tail end of his career is put in in polka dots shameful shameful right and you know there are other people that have come through like booker t former five-time wcw champion he was able to kind of break through that glass ceiling, but he never got his hands on the, the original WWE lineage belt. He got his hands on the world championship, which is a title that he had held, which was the old WCW title, which he had held previously. So that's a whole other thing. Then there's Brian Danielson or what he's known in WWE as Daniel Bryan. He's one that got over by, because of the crowd, the crowd's uh, connection with him was so palpable. Vince McMahon could not ignore it. And he had to get him, he had to put him in the main event scene to be a world heavyweight champion. Then there's Chris Jericho, the Lionheart, the man of a thousand and four holds, Y2J, the Ayatollah of rock and roller, the living legend, the <laughs> king of the world, the pain maker, le wow. champion, the goat, and the demo god. Oh, so are all those your names for him or all? Or no, these are all actually, known? these are all nicknames that he has collected over the years. Okay. He was another one that broke through that glass ceiling. But again, he came over from WCW. Triple H at the time, who's one of the executives, former wrestler, is an executive there now. Didn't really like Chris Jericho too much. But somehow, some way, Chris Jericho still managed to become the first ever undisputed champion. The first man to ever hold the WCW title and the WWF title at the same time. Well, that so you can break through, but it takes a hell of a lot. Yeah. Now the rage quit. You know, I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. Shinsuke Nakamura is the king of strong style, as he's known in Japan. 
Okay. He came over in 2015 to a de- de- uh, what was classified as like a kind of like a de- de- not developmental, but it's a it's a it's a it's a developmental brand of WWE. Essentially, it's called NXT. Okay. So this is where you go. It's a, all a part of WWE. This is where you go before you go to the main roster, which is Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Okay. Their main shows, right? So he gets there, does extremely well because Vince McMahon doesn't really deal with with NXT. Triple H does. Okay. So I think I'm following. Yeah. So then Shinsuke Nakamura comes to the main roster. He goes to the SmackDown brand. So ultimately, so 2017 comes along. Shinsuke Nakamura is now in a feud with Jinder Mahal, who is the WWF World WWE World Heavyweight Champion, which is disgusting. Because here's the other thing about Vince McMahon. It's a publicly traded company. I get I get mm-hmm. that. But he makes decisions based on Jinder Mahal is not, he looks like a world champion, but he is not a world champion. Mm, That's no good. But he was pushed as a world champion because WWE was planning on expanding to India. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Yes. Yes. So he was a world champion. So Shinsuke Nakamura, now again, I've told you before, the the, the guys, the women that come from outside into the company, even if I never rooted for them, I want to see them succeed. Yeah. To rage against that machine, to, to, to climb that mountain, right? Now, here's another struggle. If you're an ethnic minority, it's going to be a bit of a long haul, traditionally. <laughs> if well, you, I if, guess they're if, not white with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're well, women, that is, <laughs> well, right? Well, I guess there's that. Now, again, I'm not here saying that there aren't women that, weren't, that didn't fit that bill that haven't been successful. Yeah. But it's obvious that Vince McMahon has a type, mm-hmm. okay? So if you're an ethnic minority, it's going to be tough sledding. Yeah. If you are foreign born, specifically Japanese, and English obviously is not your first language, it's, mm. going, to be a, it's going to be a tough road to haul. So Shinsuke Nakamura is you know, king of strong style, legend in Japan. So this is where the rage quit comes in, Brittany. August 20th, 2017. Okay. You know, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE World Heavyweight title. And he lost this match. When he lost this match, I said, I am effing done. Done. <laughs> I didn't finish the pay-per-view. I canceled my subscription immediately after. Dang. I, I still have not renewed my, I did not give that company money for the better part of two years. Wow. That is how pissed off I was. I would sit there, I would read the results, see what happened, blah, blah, blah. I would continue to watch. I would continue to you know, pay attention to NXT, but the main roster crap, I didn't pay as much attention to. You were I out. said, I am not giving them any money because it was disgusting to sit there and watch this man, Shinsuke Nakamura, who is, a legend, who is basically now a legend in Japan, mm-hmm. to be subject to doing the job, which you know, is mean, means losing, to Jinder Mahal, who is a glorified mid-carder. Mid-carder means you're kind of like mid, you know, middling of the, of, the, gotcha. of, the, of the show. You're not really a... Well, he's not even a mid-carder. He is really... Jinder Mahal is a curtain jerker. So really, they only <laughs> think sounds about... Sounds so terrible. That's what you are, right? Curtain jerker <laughs> is like, you know, open an open act. He's either a curtain jerker or a cool-down match or a bathroom break match. Okay. The only thing about Ginger Mahal is that again, he, 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 he made the dude look ripped. He was cut again. And I'm not, I'm, and I'm, I'm not speaking about him as a person. I'm speaking about him in the context of the yes. realm of wrestling. Okay. Yes. I can't name a Ginger Mahal match that I enjoy. I, I can't, but this man is walking around with the world. Heavyweight Maybe you title. missed it when you went to the bathroom. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> So, so this is where the rage quit come in. And now I've gotten to a point with WWE where it's, it's, and this is the problem and the frustration is, is that WWE is a necessary evil because mm. if, if, if they flame out, I mean, there are people in the IWC, the internet wrestling community that if they, that, that want them to flame out, that want them to yeah. shutter their doors like WCW and ECW did so long ago. But the problem is, is that if they shutter their doors, if they went in the drink, if they, if they folded, that would be a, 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 a potentially a death blow to professional wrestling for a long time. I could see it going back into a stone age because 
people on the outside looking in from a business perspective would look at that as well if wwe is supposed to be the biggest and the baddest because now again these other people don't know all of this stuff that i know and smart marks know with the business the politics and all of this stuff that i'm talking to you about but if they failed these other these other entities that may even consider putting wrestling on their channel like well why the heck would we want to do that if this company failed you see what I mean? Yeah. So you see why it's like they're a necessary evil if WWE does well, you know, and then, you know, other other people might want to buy wrestling properties. And, and, and then that means that, you know, other wrestling companies can get on the, you know, can get on television and, do, and potentially do well. That's the struggle. So that's why my rage quit is kind of half a rage quit. But but now it's gotten to the point where if I buy a shirt from WWE, I don't buy it. it, it pretty much if it's a homegrown person, I don't buy it. It has to be somebody that's been from out from the outside, from outside. Like, from outside that I that I root for. I will I don't pay full price for none of their shirts. I always wait for the sales. Yeah. And here's the other thing that I rage with. WWE Monday Night Raw is three hours every week. So here's the deal. WWE television, main television, three hours on Monday, two hours on Wednesday, and two hours on Friday. So that's seven hours. And then not including the monthly pay-per-view, which is usually three hours. So ten hours potentially 10 hours in one week of professional wrestling. And depending on the month, NXT will have a pay-per-view. So then that's 13 hours up in a, in a given week. Gotcha. So, so I have just scratched the surface, but that is what <laughs> led me to the rage quit. And, and, the, and then my other, one of my other favorite wrestler, I've talked to you about who she's also like a nerd. She loves Nintendo. That's her thing, Asuka? by the way. Asuka, that's right. Yeah. When she lost to Charlotte Flair... That was my other rage quit. When she lost to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, I believe it was now last year. That's how that's how far gone I am with WWE. I used to yeah. be able to re- recite an entire wrestling card to you. Now I can't remember one WrestleMania to the next. Gross. But I believe last year, Charlotte Flair, you know, daughter of Ric Flair, a legend in the industry. You know, again, she fits the bill for what Vince likes. Now, yep. granted, I'm not taking anything away from Charlotte because she is a good wrestler. Yeah. But when she, when Oscar lost to Charlotte Flair, I went into another rage. <laughs> and, I, and I said, I'm done again. I'm not sitting here. So now I've gotten to the point where my rage, quit are in, rage quits are in small bursts to where okay. it's like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not watching anymore. I'm done for the day. Because you see me on Twitter now. Well, maybe you don't. But on Twitter, I'll, I'll be tweeting during like SmackDown or Raw. And then when Raw, after about like 70 minutes, 80 minutes, like, okay, yeah, I can't do anymore. I can't yeah. do anymore. I'm done. So pretty, that is my rage quit. I mean, I, I could go for in more detail, but I'm interested to hear some of what you have to say based on some of the things that I've been talking about, especially some of those more insider things that a, a casual person fan wouldn't know. And then somebody who just knows about wrestling wouldn't think potentially goes on. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like I yeah. get where the rage quit is coming from. Yeah. It's, it's so strange to me though as somebody from as you said completely outside of that circle i am i dabble at best in the world of wrestling <laughs> it's a vast um, world <laughs> it it really is yeah. and i'm i'm starting to to realize just how vast it is indeed um yeah, yeah. so i mean it's it's just strange like so there's a part of me and you're going to love this and hate this simultaneously. There's a part of me that's kind of like, okay, so whenever, whenever you like your moments, your moments that you remember for rage quitting, um, when, when this gender guy won and when Oscar lost. So looking at these two moments, like would the do you think the same thing would have happened to other people who watched this religiously if the inverse had happened oh absolutely oh absolutely not no if she, she, people were expect shinsuke nakamura is the better wrestler okay than gender mahal but see that's what happens and don't get me wrong there are going to be times where your wrestler your favorite person is not always going to win that's just well, how yeah. it works right everybody knows that right but here's the deal. When I used to watch ECW, mm-hmm. when I watch now New Japan, when my wrestlers lose, I don't get mad because more often than not, it makes sense for, for them the to lose. 
I don't get all up in a, I don't rage quit. Some of my favorite, my, my, my favorite wrestler, I told you a couple weeks ago, one of my, my favorite male wrestler, you know, evil, lost both of his belts. But, you know, you know, after only having him for a month, but I wasn't, I was like, ah, you know, you know, hell, you know, hey, he lost it to, you know, Tetsuya Naito. How could I be upset with that? You know, okay. Naito's arc is, is, is it, it, it's, it's the arc that he has, he, he has to take it back because he's so fought so hard to get it just about like the person but also about the storylines and the decision exactly and the decision and the decision and that's the problem that i have and it's just crappy booking that's what it's called in terms of you know who's going to win who's going to go over who's going to be pushed to the top who's going to become intercontinental champion or world champion all these different types of things and and that continues to create a crappy product and when you continuously trot out a crappy product like that and think that people are just going to sit there and eat it. Now, again, unfortunately, there are those WWE sycophants. They are going to sit there and eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, every Monday, every Friday, every pay-per-view. Me, I'm not one of them. Not anymore. Yeah. They don't, they work. haven't, they don't deserve that for me anymore. They had that for me back in the okay. mid 90s when I had to watch Man Mountain Rock and Duke the Dumpster Drossy and Portuguese Man of War <laughs> and The Goon. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and, and, and Isaac Yankum DDS. Okay, when I had to sit through <laughs> SummerSlam and watch King Mabel, may he rest in power, against against Diesel in something which was an awful main event. Okay? So completely unrelated. Yeah. You mentioned a Portuguese man of war. Yes. Is that where the idea came from? Whenever you were trying to stump me with different animals that I couldn't find cute pictures of. No. Okay. No. And I love the, the dude that played him, Justin, just incredible ECW guy. That's when he became truly, you know, somebody was ECW. But the, those are the types of characters that I, Max Moon, like those are the types of things I had to sit through and watch. Okay. The nineties and the mid nineties were, were awful. Mm. Like 93, 94, 95, 96 were terrible for WWF. And then the early two thousand, after they shut the ECW and WCW got bought out, mm-hmm. two thousand three to two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six. When I had to sit up there and watch a segment about necrophilia, what? Yeah, they. I, yeah, this is the type of crap. The, there are so many segments that WWE has put on over the years that would make you embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. Like if you walked in, if I'm sitting there. And you walk in and you say, and you see some of these segments on the TV, you'll say, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> Just recently, you had two tag teams in WWF. They were, they were, so, these, so the tag team champions, the Street Profits against the, the Viking Raiders who have been ruined, okay. uh, who were, you know, you know, but anyway, from a previous company, they were ruined. They were in segments every week where they were having contests like axe throwing and playing basketball. What does it have to do with wrestling? So... Yeah. So, so again, if you are a non-wrestling fan and you, and I'm trying to convince you to watch wrestling and you walk in on that, you'll say, this is what the hell is this? Yeah, I, I definitely would. So when you get, so, so they don't get the benefit of the doubt from me anymore. Gotcha. So when I'm, t- when I'm tired of something, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'll read about this later or, or I'll watch, I'll watch a clip on YouTube to get a gist of it. Like legitimately, this is how bad it is. You can, <laughs> you can just watch the pay-per-views month to month, and you probably won't miss nothing. Now, when I'm speaking about this, I'm speaking about specifically the main roster stuff like Raw and SmackDown, even though SmackDown is better than Raw. NXT is much-watched television. And here's the other frustrating thing. How is it that you can have all these three brands under one umbrella, Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and you get these vastly different levels of quality? Yeah, because aren't they all run by the same group? Right, but see, Vince McMahon doesn't have his hands in NXT. Triple H usually runs that. So it all comes back to him. And see, here's the other unfortunate thing. The the people that write these shows, the creative people that write these shows and segments and things like that for Raw specifically, they could have something good, but Vince McMahon could tear it up and change it up at the last minute. You said he was in his mid to late 70s? Yeah, 70, I think he's 75 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you think care. that will change drastically upon, you know, his his passing to the next life? Funny funny you mention that. There's uh, one guy named CM Punk, the, the straight edge savior, the pastor of purity, <laughs> uh, as he used to be known once sure. upon a time. 
mm-hmm. he actually cut a a a, a shoot pro a, a a worked shoot, which is you know a a, pro, a promo, a worked mm-hmm. promo that's supposed to you know talk about real life crap. Where he said, you know, nothing basically nothing is going to change until Vince McMahon is dead, and then you know, but then you know that probably won't happen because his 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 the rest of his stupid family will take it over, which would include Triple H. <laughs> Interesting, because Triple H is his son in law, because he's yeah. Triple H is married to. Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon. Interesting. Yes, there are just many, Even many... in the family. Yes, 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 yes. So I was I just wondering if you were going to think that uh, he, he's going to do the whole like secret Disney thing where he's just like cryogenically frozen. Vince McMahon is probably going to outlive me. Like, that's the way it's probably going okay. to work. That's okay, that's what I was wondering. Probably, yeah. So... Brittany, I, to make a long story less long, because I know we've we've gone over a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, that's my rage quit, Brittany. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I learned some things and about about wrestling and about you. Yeah, and I didn't even again surface scratch it, but I I gave you a couple of a couple of uh, a couple of nuggets. I'll try to keep the wrestling talk down for the next for the next couple <laughs> the next of weeks. Couple weeks. Yeah, because the person's like, oh my god. Now here's the last thing I'm going to say. When New Japan when 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 G1 climax starts in a couple. Oh my god, it's going to be it's going to be the most glorious time of year. Hooray! That's right. So do you? I, I will stop right there because I have gone way too long in my gas bagging. <laughs> <laughs> bloviating you, my bloviating yes do you want to tell the fine people do you want to give them a preview of what you mm. are going to be talking about next week yes or no sure so my rage quit is also kind of a half rage quit because <laughs> apparently that's what we Coward. do i know <laughs> so uh, you're part of the problem be, i will always be a part of the problem that is so I, true i God. really appreciate that about myself Yes, that's so. I've come to realize that about you. Yes, you you most certainly are. So I I won't tell you which game, but mine is going to be about a video game, specifically Shocking. a co-op video game oh, that uh, may or may not have made me consider um, not sleeping in the bed with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! So, and he's he's our wonderful sound editor. So this is gonna be fun. Oh, this yeah, I, <laughs> I, I cannot wait for this. Okay. <laughs> so, if you would like to hear more from us or learn more about us and some of the fun things that we do, you can follow Darian on Twitter. <laughs> well, it's, an o- it's an us. It's it an is. Us. I don't tweet. I, I I signed up for the Twitter and I don't I don't tweet. Well, what kind of stuff is that? Like I'm sitting up here following our stuff on the gram. I've got my own gram trying to promote our stuff. I'm tweeting do, like do nobody's you, business. Do you, do you want a three year old child? First of all, <laughs> yeah, I could. That, that is not that difficult. They're practically grown by that age. All I gotta do is You're teach right. them how to she, drive. She completely takes care of herself. I That's guess. right. All I gotta do is teach them how to drive. Yeah, and they're yeah. good to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> At the age of three. That's yes. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. But yes. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, please. Pause on the twitters. Yes, yes. You can find us on Twitter at Nerd Pastiche Pod. Yeah, you can lots also of, lots of lots of wrestling people on there. Yes, it sounds like it, especially if you're live tweeting all the different wrestling things going on. I, I'm trying to, yeah. You know, but I'm yeah, proud I, I of do, you. I do like this episode. Maybe that'll hook them. I am proud of you. Oh, you. Um, and you can also talk to us on Instagram at Nerd Pastiche where I kind of run that and constantly make fun of Darian. That is factually correct. Correct. All right. Well, good, good, good. Well, this has been glorious. I, my blood pressure has gone down, so that's awesome. Good. So I guess that will be it for another episode. So until next time, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Oh, I know that one. That's Steve Austin. There we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? That is not his song. (laughs) Bye. Bye.